0: Well, hello, and welcome to a very cold episode of <laughs> "Say Something Interesting," the follow up podcast from East Lake Tri Cities. My name is Brent. With me, as always, is my friend Megan. Hello. It is uh, frigid cold. We have reached the yeah. meat locker stage of. Uh, I know it the, happened quick. It did. It it just transpired. It went fast. from early
1: fall to winter.
0: It's just, uh, it's crazy. It's so cold right now.
1: That's supposed to warm up, I think, the end of the week. So, like, back into the 60s.
0: I just remember, like, a couple of years ago, walking around for Halloween in, like, a t-shirt or, like, a long (laughs) sleeve shirt and being like, oh, this global warming thing, man, really heating up. And now this year, I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm cold. This is no bueno. This is, like... We were in a race, a sprint to blow out our sprinklers this weekend. Oh I'm yeah, just it was freezing. It yeah. was going to be damaging mm-hmm. and, you know, who wants to deal with that? But, yeah, uh, for sure. How was your weekend?
1: It was good. Yeah?
0: Oh, uh, by the way, I should, I should mention this, we're recording this on a Monday, which yeah. is kind of different. We usually do Tuesdays, so we're a little bit closer to the weekend and, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. uh, all of that stuff. So, Yeah.
1: Um, what happened this weekend? I don't know. I just hung out and Did I the made thing. chili yesterday yeah. and cornbread. It was really good.
0: Are you? Uh, do you have any Halloween plans this year? You...
1: Not like a huge Halloween person. Um, it wasn't one of the big holidays in my family. In fact, like my parents, we stopped trick or treating after we turned ten. Like they were like, "Yeah, you're old enough to not do that anymore."
0: <laughs> like they didn't want you to do it, or <laughs> yeah, they, they just...
1: were like, "Yeah, you don't need a trick or treat anymore. <laughs>
0: okay, all right.
1: Um, so like, I don't know. It just wasn't... were they afraid
0: of like? Uh... No,
1: I think they were just like. That's for little kids. Okay, got you don't it. need to do it anymore. Okay. Um, which when I tell people that, they're always like, "What?" I'm mean yeah. It just wasn't a big holiday in my family, and so, I I don't know.
0: Yeah, I read. The, I read this <laughs> week somewhere, and I don't remember where, but the the fear of all of these parents of like, um, you know, to be careful taking candy from strangers because you never know what they've put inside. Let <laughs> let parents inspect the candy. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, there has not been one documented case of any sort of stranger managed. <laughs> candy there's no, been no syringes found and none of it it's all just like folk tale like not yeah. real stuff yeah which is kind of funny. funny yeah because uh, i think i think growing up i would have thought well yeah that's uh, it's happened somewhere I, yeah. had, I had a friend who had an uncle who had somebody yeah. that when he opened up his snickers there was this bloody syringe just looking right at him <laughs> <laughs> It's so gross not so much um so we uh this last (laughs) uh, this is a couple weekends ago london's kind of getting in this rush now of like what's what are we doing for halloween right Mm -hmm. she's she's very she's very worried that it's been canceled this year and (laughs) we're trying to kind of figure out modifications and how do you do it and all this kind of (laughs) stuff um lucky for us um she's had the same outfit for the last couple years that she doesn't mind wearing she has this uh Like bacon outfit Uh that she wears, and it's just it still fits apparently, even though she's like six inches taller than she was a year ago. Um, Jovi is still in the same one, and I don't. I think she's a horse. I think is what it is. Um, And then I have no idea on Grayson. I don't know. He's he's grown quite a bit too, so he probably doesn't fit in his astronaut thing anymore. But she's she's been asking me, Dad, what are you dressing up as for Halloween? And I'm like, well, that's you know, you're trying to tell these kids that's not really. Yeah, what you do anymore, yeah. you kind of grow out of that phase. And she is convinced um that I need to dress up as somebody who is a famous singer. And um <laughs> it's because in the car uh-huh. um when Lizzo's song comes on.
1: <laughs> Which one? Um Truth Hurts or nope. Good as Hell? Hair hair toss. Yeah, uh-huh, that's do my hair health. toss. Uh-huh.
0: Check my nails, right? Uh-huh. And she's all, "Dad, you need to dress up like Lizzo." <laughs> And how do you explain to a 12-year-old that I cannot dress up like, I, like a black woman for Halloween? Like, that's like, and I'm trying to be like, no, like playful, no, like, no. And then she's like, no, dad, seriously. And I'm like, no, seriously, I'd, yeah. I'd like to stay employed. So I'd like to remain employable for a little while. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. So that's been I mean, the fun you know. thing.
1: She, I guess she thinks that you... It's a very catchy song. It, it's a super catchy song. Yeah. I sing it real loud in my car when it's on, so... <laughs>
0: oh, what I wouldn't and pay for to a video of hair. that. <laughs> I would love a video of that. You know that would go on the, uh, on the Instagram, on the intro video on a Sunday morning.
1: There's already enough embarrassing video footage of me, so... <laughs>
0: oh. Too funny. We we had some people in the building on Sunday. uh, Our our first kind of phase two ish Mm -hmm. sort of opening, you got to do uh, the door greeter welcoming piece Mm -hmm. of going, Hi, hi, how are you? I'm going to need your name.
1: Yeah, I was like, Who are Uh, you? you?" you And and they're
0: like, We've been coming for three years. And you're like, I know, but my name's Megan and I get stuck in the back office. So (laughs) I know your handwriting, but not your face. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So that was uh, an interesting, fun time. We had a
1: couple first-time guests, We had, like,
0: three Mm first-time guests, which is kind of a weird Sunday to come check us out. But we're super thankful you did. Yeah,
1: it's exciting. And
0: still had people watching online, too, Mm -hmm. which is a fun little combo. So I think we're figuring it out. We're trying our best. We're making this thing work. We started a brand-new series on Sunday Mm -hmm. called Waiting for the Barbarians. As I mentioned uh, in the intro, it's a series on hiking Badger Mountain with your kids.
1: And uh, I'm just kidding.
0: Obviously, it's not. Uh, I'm, I'm just—I'm slowly coming up with more—like, uh, I wrote one for Gary today in his because he mm-hmm. filmed the intro video—like, um, more things that would be funny with Waiting for the Barbarians. <laughs> and then, in the meantime, I'm not talking about why we picked that one until, like, next week. And I, I might even push it off till week three. We'll see. I don't know. But— <laughs> No, it's been uh it's a fun series on failure. Yep. I, I said I, I want to talk about something I'm finally good at once in a while. <laughs> and uh it's it's uh yeah. It's 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 gonna be I think it's gonna be a fun series. We had a good little kickoff to it. The Ecclesiastes, are you an Ecclesiastes fan? You feel like, to me, somebody who would enjoy reading Ecclesiastes. I
1: don't know that I ever have.
0: Oh really? I mean it's, I
1: always I usually like the verses that come out of there. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. That's a yeah. super super fun like dark look at the world like if you ever if you if you like poetry that's uh, yeah, a little but bit Yeah, I'm not that dark. I know. I know, but you're a thinker though.
1: Yeah, but I'm not a I'm uh, I, I mean
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, you're like, one of the more optimistic. horribly op- optimistic yeah. Yeah. like to a fault really. To a fault, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you think 100 people actually listen to this podcast, which is super <laughs> nice of you.
1: <laughs> and or to the like to I don't know how much I want to get into this, but I had a conversation over Messenger with Margot recently about oh, yeah? how optimistic I am.
0: Oh, good. Like, How'd I, that go?
1: <laughs> good. But we were talking... Uh, I was just going to say it. Yeah. I have, like, a weird attraction to Adam Driver. Okay. And it's only weird because he play, he's kind of a weird character actor. He's a very
0: odd character. And
1: yeah. <laughs> he plays Kylo Ren, who's, like, the bad guy, right? Yeah. And I was... Well, is he the
0: bad guy? Well, though? exactly. Okay.
1: So, I was admitting that it's a weird, like emotional roller coaster when you see like the bad guy in Star Wars come out and you're like oh he's really hot and then you're like I don't know how I feel about that then we were talking about I was like oh but everyone's redeemable and then Margo goes but not everyone's dateable Megan
0: (laughs) (laughs) everyone's redeemable not everybody's dateable I like that um so did you did you watch him in girls did you watch girls uh, He's
1: real weird in that too. Yeah,
0: real weird in that one too. Mm-hmm. I, I watched like one episode of that one. I think. Yeah, I
1: don't think that's a show for you. No, really? probably
0: not. Um, the other one. Um, oh, when he hosted SNL, I was super impressed. He's very funny.
1: Yes. Like he's a pretty he's a good actor. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I mean like there's good actors who I just don't think yeah. are funny. Yeah. Uh but he had like a level of humor to him that was great. I mean his stuff about the undercover boss being Kylo Ren in Star Wars taking it to there. I don't know if you ever saw that one.
1: <laughs> I didn't I think I saw like they had a two of them because they
0: brought it back because it was so good the first yeah. time and it was still funny the second time, but the first time was like, "Oh my gosh, this is hilarious." Like yeah. good for him.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh yeah, no, he's great. Yeah. Did you watch? Are you an SNL watcher right now? No, It's not, back, you no, know, like a couple not, episodes I've no.
1: not really ever been an okay. SNL watcher. We're
0: moving on to that. So
1: sorry.
0: No, it's good. <laughs> Just trying to find some calm ground. <laughs> Let's talk about how I'm driving more. <laughs> it's so hot, that guy. <laughs> I could think one thing I think. Handsome. All right.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> uh, baseball.
1: What? Let's talk let's, about the common l- let's ground. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah.
0: We, we have, that's the funny thing. We're so we, we have tons of common ground. Yeah. I, I uh, so much
1: common ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you excited about it? all? Yeah, it's game
0: six this weekend. I know. Uh, On or Tuesday, t- yeah. tomorrow night. Um, I hope it goes to a game seven. I would Me love too. it. Me too.
1: That's what I always root for mostly. I Did mean, I'm see rooting the for the rage
0: Dramatics of game four. I
1: was watching game four. Lordy, I was that actually was voting while I was watching <gasps> it. Good
0: for you. Yeah. That was my next question. <laughs> we'll go I there in a it second. In today. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, I was, and I heard like excitement start happening in the ninth, and so I like stood up and actually focused on the TV and. Then I was like yelling at the TV and yeah. got excited. It was crazy. Yeah, you were finish. like, "Oh no, he's gonna be out! Oh no, he's not gonna be out!" Because <laughs> there was like multiple bad throws, and it was it was crazy.
0: Yeah, if you're a sports fan, it was it yeah. was height height of like tension up and down roller coaster. It yeah. was great.
1: Last uh, night was a little more subdued. Yeah, for in sure. comparison. Yeah. Um, and you know, except for Clayton Kershaw, not that's not his first name. Kershaw, it is, yeah, that Clayton. is his first name. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, he like has he's a, overcome so much. Yeah, yeah. he has been like a horrible history of his second game sucking in the
0: playoffs, in and the World Series or now whatever. Not he's got doing two great. good games under his mm-hmm. belt, so good for him. Yeah, I hope he gets uh, MVP if the Dodgers win. Yeah,
1: I kind of uh, think the Dodgers are going to win.
0: Yeah, personally,
1: well, they're up three two. So,
0: so. Yeah. well, that,
1: that doesn't mean a I know dang
0: thing. I know, but. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, okay, so you voted, so yeah, that's good. I
1: voted. I uh, um I turned it in this morning. Okay. My plan was to like take a selfie in the car as I was like putting it in. Uh-huh. But then there was a line of people behind me. Yeah. And I didn't oh want yeah. To do
0: Don't that. be that person. So- <laughs> Hang on just one second, everybody. I know you got somewhere to be, but uh, this is for the grand. So
1: I couldn't be my millennial self right there. That
0: is like the <laughs> ultimate millennial thing. I saw uh, somebody do it the other day and intentionally um, not fitting it inside the. This this they just dropped it in front and walked away and being like yeah totally voted it was really funny actually I don't remember who it was but um that was pretty funny um, what kind of resources and tools do you use because obviously mm. there's going to be a few people that you kind of like I know who this is or mm-hmm. generally I know which way I would lean in this way but then there's always there's always initiatives and or mm-hmm. legislative things where you're like Dude, I don't know. And I don't want to throw a dart. I want to be kind of educated on this. Do you use the voter's guide? I mostly use,
1: use the pamphlet. The, the one that pamphlet? gets delivered mm-hmm. to you. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Because there's other resources, right? Like yeah. the City Herald has one. I know Tumbleweird has done one. Is working yeah. On one. A lot
1: of them pull from the voter's pamphlet, though. And okay. so it's like very similar content, I feel, in like when I've looked at other places. It's really similar content. Yeah. So,
0: so you're primarily from yeah. the voter's mm-hmm. booklet. All right.
1: Mostly because that's what I have in front of me. Okay. So good, but yeah.
0: And uh, and tell us exactly who you've. <laughs> not gonna make you do that.
1: <laughs> not gonna make you do
0: that. I am gonna say, if you are listening to this, you should definitely take some time out and uh, and yep. do it this week.
1: Yeah, get and it turn done. Turn it in this week.
0: Turn it in this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm speaking to myself too. Yeah. Um, because if there's an issue with your signature, because we're a mail-in state. Yep. Then they can call you and get things figured. Yeah, out. Yeah, and
1: there's a, a number of websites that you can like. Well, you can go if you go to Washington My Vote or whatever. Dot, wa, vote.wa or whatever, you can put in your name and then track how your ballot is going. But there's also a couple sites where it lists all the people whose ballots have been rejected and why. Um, and so, yeah, make sure you're kind of checking in on that too this year. And because on election day, you can go to the voting center and like correct it. There Actually, I think you can go whenever, but but by election day, you can go to the voting center and correct it.
0: Nope. Awesome. All right, hey, let's jump into uh, recaps for Sunday. So uh, we talked a little bit about, like I said, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, that season and a time for anything. I realized the name of the song that I mentioned. Did you Did you listen yeah, back to it? Yeah,
1: I, I <laughs> kind of listened to it in the lobby, and then that was it. But I heard you mention the song, and I could hear it in my brain. I heard
0: somebody in the front row say Beatles, and it does sound like Beatles. the Beatles, but it's not the Beatles. It's- um, And somebody sent me uh, something. It is the Birds. Okay. And uh it's called Turn, Turn, yes, Turn. Yes, yes.
1: I could hear it in my head. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to
0: play it right now. <laughs> but you know what? Our internet sucks so bad in this room. <laughs> it's just rainbow wheeling to death. Uh, uh, I can
1: like hear the tune in my brain right now. Yep. I don't know that I can hear it well enough to no. well like sing it to everybody. you can't but... hear
0: it at all because it's not playing through. Spotify right now on my computer. So <laughs> Turn 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 the Birds is the the name yeah. of the song that I had in mind. And literally it the the subtitle of the song is there is a season. Yep. Uh to everything there is a season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> and uh so I don't know if they meant to pull it from Ecclesiastes. I think it is I would pulled be from Ecclesiastes because yeah. basically what it is. That has yeah. nothing to do with the talk necessarily. I was just <laughs> trying I got one of those things like my mind got sidetracked while I was talking. Oh. And then I could tell Because based on I got three or four emails afterwards about what everybody thought the song was, (laughs) that I probably lost them in that moment. They're like, I'm going to check out and think about what time that is or what song that is. Because I, too, I, too, cannot place that song. So let me just save you all the problems. It's Turn, Turn, Turn by the Birds and then kind of move on.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: But. Um, no, so we we did that, and then we talked about—I uh, talked about uh, a little bit about the disciples with Jesus and his comments to them about, you know, this season's ending, a new one's beginning, and then them, like us in so many instances, not really believing that or not understanding that fully or not uh, not liking the idea of the unknowns of that. And I wrote in my notes, uh, thinking about it afterwards as I walked away from it, how many times we've had people say to us— or advise us. Maybe this is just a season, and something better's uh, coming. I mean, remember, mm-hmm. remember Dave Nelson uh, said something uh, in when he was talking. When he was the guest speaker a few mm-hmm. months ago, where he said, "You're you're dating a you're dating a something. You're yeah, a, a loser, dandelion. A dandelion right? and a rose is right around yeah. the corner. Right when <laughs> yeah. that's right when his. Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> so, so dumb when yeah. his when his now wife yeah. dumped her or got dumped by her yeah, boy, ex-boyfriend uh-huh. or whatever and then found Dave. Um, anyways, I, I just thought about how when it comes from somebody who is trying to comfort you through words, our defensive mechanisms say, yeah, well, you don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> um, because you don't – like they don't have firm knowledge of the future. They're just yeah. guessing and throwing mm-hmm. darts at a board just like we are, right? Or they might be able to see – how that was un- an unhealthy relationship for us or an unhealthy situation. And they're trying to use soft language to kind of say, it's probably good to hear out of that because anything is basically better than what you had. Mm-hmm. Um, and But th- again, there's an, there's an asymmetry of information in us being like, well, I feel like I know the situation better than you do. So uh, as I, I can appreciate the comforting words that you have for me, but um, I also am kind of judgy and uh pessimistic <laughs> about your thoughts on my life and my loss yeah. that i'm currently going yeah. through right <laughs> which then puts this whole idea of why then in in this situation what, what what then is the 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 move going forward and it again is a increasing level of trust in a god who then do we really believe that god knows more about our needs than than we do right mm-hmm. um obviously i think i know more about what i need than like most of my friends do. Right. And that's a natural position to be at, which is why when you say, well, this is going to be better for you. Well, you don't know. I mean, I I think (laughs) I know. Um, but then carry that thing then forward. Then if you're saying that that's not true for a God or, or that's a struggle for me to just like rely on that or whatever, or just be left with only that, um, then that just shows that there's a, like a, a little level of trust that hasn't been developed enough or, um, a reliance of that, that wasn't there. So anyways, yeah. yeah. What was your, I saw you took down some notes on your phone there.
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe not. Oh,
0: you <laughs> ha- look like you did. You uh, looked- those
1: were your notes. Oh, okay. Um, I was thinking a lot about like the culture of so you were talking about failing, um and like why we resist that and why we like don't want to do that. And yeah. Um that's a big like push in education right now too, is like, um I mean, you know, they call it like growth mindset, right? But really what it is is like being okay with making mistakes and failing and um what that how that's really hard for everybody to do yeah super hard um i know i absolutely abhor failing but i'm trying to get better at it um because that's how we learn that's where we learn that's where we grow and so um just like that overall also is part of in like in our faith like trying to change that mindset of it's okay to fail at this and like learn from it and grow with it and grow from it and um and like that's part of the process that's part of how we are human is we try something and we make a mistake and then we try it again in a different way mm-hmm. or hopefully in a different way um and have learned from what we did before and so it's all like part of that process of learning and growing and you know hopefully we aren't just in some like cycle of repeating our mistakes over and over and over. Right,
0: again. right. But, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, part of this came to light, even with my, my daughter in the last couple of weeks, with, like, just school stuff and and the timing of things, she she conveniently forgets that something is due, <coughs> excuse me, on Monday morning mm-hmm. um, until about Sunday night at 9 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, time for bed. Oh, Dad, I have 30 more minutes of this workout that I am supposed to do for PE. And I'm <laughs> like, well, you should have done that on Friday and or Saturday and or Sunday before 9 o'clock p.m. Yep. And, but Dad, if I don't do it tonight, I will, then, I, then it's a fail. Like, I can't. Like I'm not, she's not saying she's going to fail the class or anything, yeah. but like i will get a failing grade on this particular assignment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. You shouldn't have put it. Up. <laughs> Guess what won't happen? You'll, you won't wait until nine o'clock on a Sunday night next week uh, to do it. Now I'm a softie and <laughs> I said, fine, stay up late and do it. Um, And we pay for it in the morning cause she's just cranky. But yeah. you know, like I'm trying to have her realize, I don't want to raise a kid who thinks that she can't fail somewhere. Like it's okay mm-hmm. for you to not get a hundred percent on this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Cause that can also delve into a sense of self worth. And like the grades that I get are who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I do enter into a class and I'm not the top of my class. Right. Yeah. I get a B heaven forbid or mm-hmm. C or whatever. And I know these are like, these are first world problems. It sounds like for, for Brent, <laughs> I, I understand from that side of things. You're like, yeah. What a nice problem to have. Um, but I think that there's it opens that kind of can, thing can open up into flaws. If we are, if we are failure averse, um, then we never. It's really hard to find spaces to grow. Yeah, you know?
1: and and that turns into failure averse turns into struggle averse, yeah. right? And so you don't seek out challenging things because you don't want to fail. And so and where we grow as humans and as adults is in the challenge. That's where we want to be and that's where we grow best and so if we're never seeking out those moments of challenge then we're not growing as well as we maybe could be and we don't seek out moments of challenge when we are like i'm absolutely never gonna fail Mm -hmm. like and so taking those steps into new spaces is really about being willing to fail because chances are you're going to at some level
0: and you're you're gonna do your part to help oh, yeah. kids this time around with these <laughs> trimester grades that are about to go home.
1: Oh yeah. But I told them like I told my kids I was like listen I'm going to I'm going to do some things to make it a little bit easier. But you can't just sit on your butt. You have to turn something in. You have to do work. Yeah, like this is not gonna be. You can't like you cannot do nothing. And I figured this was a fail. perfect
0: series for this time when <laughs> report cards for at homeschool home learning yep. are about to go home.
1: Well, mid trimester just went home for high school. Yeah, and last we need to week, talk about. So. Let's let's not be so
0: failure averse guys. Because mm-hmm. you know, check your mailbox. It's gonna be rough. So. It
1: is gonna be rough. And if you're a parent out there who's having a kid. That's having challenge. Like you need to say, okay, what do we need to do now?
0: Right, right. What do
1: you you as student need to do now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. To change this. Oh,
0: too fun, yeah. too fun. Good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I. Uh, in, anything else that stood out to you? That's uh, kind of that? my
1: thoughts about it. Right.
0: I'm, I'm excited for uh, this series in, in general and just talking through uh, this because I, I think there's gonna be a couple different takes. So I think Sunday what we're gonna go for is, what about somebody who isn't a failure adverse, but almost embraces failure. Why do we get to that spot where sometimes we're like, we're kind of hoping something fails. Um, it, and and how, what is that saying about us? So what are we hoping for as a result of this thing going south on us, whether it's a business, a marriage, or, or in, you know, life in general? Mm-hmm. what do we take this approach of, fine, let it all go to crap, and then we'll see yeah. where, where things land, what, what's what's the end goal <laughs> in that kind of a mindset. So, all right, we are going to yeah. jump into our something interesting. Yeah. Um, I got a good one. I'm okay, ready. you good. You're first. Set the bar <laughs> high.
1: <laughs> okay, so I found this. I was like, oh, no, what am I going to say? And then I found this on one of my favorite websites, which is Strange News from NPR. They, um, Japan has, because... Um, most Asian, Asian cultures are very like high hospitality. That's a big part of their culture. And so they are redoing many of their public restrooms in their like parks and public spaces in Tokyo. And one of the architects that has redone bathrooms has created uh, transparent bathrooms. That's right. Transparent. That means I you don't can like see through already. the walls. Don't
0: like it already. <laughs> I'm out.
1: For and this, For this and, reason, I'm out. And then when the door locks, the walls become opaque.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you, so that people can see, before they walk in, they can see, like, if someone's in there, they can see if it's clean, they can see all those things, right? Okay. Um, and I read that and was like, okay, kind of cool idea. Uh, Not sure I would ever use it.
0: Oh, no, I wouldn't.
1: But I asked other people because I was curious. You know and what I would live I've in I've had fear multiple of people. Every
0: moment. That somehow that switch goes off while I'm doing my business. That all of a sudden I can't reach the switch. That would I would be. Or
1: like it looks like it's off from my perspective inside, but it's not.
0: Side note: I do not need to see if it's clean. I'm fine with it being a surprise every time I open the door. I do not need to be like. I did have a friend who was talking about
1: like safety, like because then someone couldn't hide in there and like I don't know do something, but. Yeah, but then I had another friend who was like, I don't know, I would forget to lock it and then everyone would see my booty. Like.
0: Totally, <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine like the pranks that could be played on something like that? If those became normalized a little bit? And then all of a sudden somebody had like a switch that you just pushed a button and just, I don't know. That yeah, and
1: be- I don't know, like, I don't know what the mechanism is for it going opaque. Like, is it electronic? Can it be short-circuited? Can it be, like, yeah. hacked?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> hacked? Dude, I'm out. <laughs> give me give me some sheetrock. I prefer sheetrock.
1: Uh, anyway, I thought it was really interesting, though. I was like, what is this? And I'm I'm kind of with you, Ben. I was like, I don't know that I could trust it. Yeah,
0: no, that's a lot of trust. <laughs> um, okay, anything else? <laughs> no, that was okay, it. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Um, mine is uh, news that came out just a couple of days ago that Disneyland is semi-reopening. Now, let Ooh. me tell you how this is semi-reopening. Okay, so Disneyland in uh, Orlando. Yep. Sorry, Disney World. Okay. And Disney World in um, Shanghai, Paris, uh, Hong Kong and Japan are all open to some degree, right? Disneyland in California is the only one that is not. And there's been a bunch of controversy because mm-hmm. they want it to be in, like, the early, the latest phase, the most safest phase. They want their numbers to be, like, one for like every 100,000 like people. Like the, people, the state, governor of the, the state. The, yeah, yeah, Gavin mm-hmm. Newsom. Um, and so Disneyland is writing letters going, this is unworkable. The, mm-hmm. the request, even when we get to this spot, they want – um they want all of the out the lines the queues for every ride to be outdoors which part of like the whole experience of a disneyland ride is the waiting time on the indoors and the way that you access the ride Mm -hmm. they're like that's literally impossible for us to be able to do anyways i'm not here to talk about that (laughs) what i'm here to talk about for them in the reopening is it seems like it's months away for them at this point um and there's like no light at the end of the tunnel and they've got a bunch of workers that are getting laid off, Mm -hmm. 28,000 people getting laid off in in this thing alone. Um, And so one of their partial solutions to doing this is to opening up Main Street for the restaurants
1: oh.
0: um, because restaurants are open mm-hmm. at, at a certain capacity and so opening up Main Street all the way to the castle with none of the rides being opened mm-hmm. uh, and so their plan is in a couple of months to be able to do that so it would be a free entry into that area and then you could go eat at the different shops and do all the, those kind of mm-hmm. things which would be kind of cool yeah. I don't think it's worth like flying down to go no, see no, but no. like if you, if lived, you lived in there, LA yeah. and you're like let's go out to a fun dinner let's go see Disneyland Main Street or whatever mm-hmm. Main Street have you been to Main Street I've Disneyland? never been
1: to any of the Disney parks oh my goodness really? No.
0: Okay, so Main Street in USA, you go through the gate, and then it's like old town Main Street, and then all the different lands that have all the different Mm -hmm. themes, right? So Main Street USA was based off Walt Disney's hometown uh, in Marceline, Missouri um and which was also the name of the town in the lady in the tramp movie okay um and it is uh a couple of fun facts about this main street particularly in the asphalt is a higher amount of rubber than most asphalt and so Uh. it uh it's called resilient asphalt Mm -hmm. it makes it so those people who are walking on it get less tired and less achy which is kind of an interesting piece i did not know about that smart And in Disneyland's (laughs) California uh, Main Street, which Mm. is that's the only one that's actually called Main Street. Some of the other ones in even Walt Disney World, it's called something else. Mm -hmm. But um, his personal apartment is located right above the firehouse that he used to live in. And I didn't
1: realize he lived in Disneyland. He lived (laughs) in Disneyland.
0: Isn't that crazy? And there is currently still a lamp that is placed in the window um, that is, (coughs) excuse me, uh, lit 24 Mm -hmm. hours a day to kind of remember his legacy. Uh, And then that. Uh, at Christmas time is, uh, um Oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of it right now. but and It's like a Christmassy sort of lampish mm-hmm. thing. I can't yeah. think of the name right now. Yeah. But I just thought that was interesting. That's so the cool. next time that you go to Main Street, or if you want to go there, while it's kind of <laughs> semi-reopening, yeah. uh, to go get pretzels, overpriced pretzels, or overpriced <laughs> Starbucks, or whatever else, your churros.
1: That's what I hear people talk about Yeah,
0: see, that's in Adventureland. So I don't oh. know if you can go that far to go get it, but yeah, Dole Whip's amazing. I'm, I'm
1: sure they'll bring those kinds of things. Probably.
0: You would think that they'd figure that they'd out. They'd be...
1: S- Silly to not. Silly.
0: Silly. Uh, Go check it out. Go jump on the concrete and not get your feet tired and then go see the lamp, uh, Walt Disney's lamp and and go from there. So kind of fun. Nice. Uh, All right that'll do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting one last thing is uh, we are in phase two as a a church we're operating under those guidelines um, so we can have 103 people in the theater on Sunday and so if you're interested in coming and checking us out in person um, we would love to have you go to eastlaketricities.com right on the front page there you can RSVP in person just let us know how many are coming in your party and uh, we will make sure to have some seats available for you we are limited in that way so please be sure to check in so that we know kind of where we're at and where Mm -hmm. we stand on things and uh uh, Megan will be the smiling face
1: checking <laughs> behind in the mask. In the yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: we're, we are we're dreaming up. She doesn't know this yet, but we're dreaming up uh, what the pre-service is going to look like because we're going to continue to do the stream online. Mm-hmm and actually that's still even priority for us in terms of schedule wise Um, and so if you can't make it in person then please log in at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings or a few minutes early and catch Megan and Kylie uh, doing their pre-service thing Mm -hmm. and uh, it'll be fun and you can do that at eastlaketricities.com slash live or you can download our app from either Android store or iTunes or uh, the Apple store Apple store, yeah and uh, make that happen
1: yeah
0: All right, guys that'll do it for this week's episode don't forget to turn in your votes thanks Megan for making it happen today welcome see you guys
1: bye